Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, from Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. And I'm so excited today to have a guest, a special guest, who is an author an author who has a lived experience with estrangement. And our author's name is Michelle Rolfe. And Ms. Rolfe wrote Losing Her, Finding Me, A Mother's Story of Estrangement and Self-Discovery. What a great title, Michelle. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Lynn. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you were able to to meet with me today. And I would like to begin, as I always do, with my guest introducing him or herself. So would you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. My name is Michelle Rolfe, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm married. I've been married 27 years to my lovely husband, Lance. I have two girls, Naomi and Lilo, and uh, two grandsons. Kirk and Jude, and I really love being a grandma. It's the funnest thing. I wrote this book because I wanted to help other parents who are going through this, you know, mostly moms since I'm a mom, but I just wanted them to know they're not alone because I felt so alone going through the estrangement. So that's why I wrote the book. I I want to jump to... Chapter 36, as we near the end of our interview and and our time together, I think it's more of a conversation, though. Yes. (laughs) And I'm loving it. So chapter 36, you wrote a heartfelt letter to Naomi. And after you read this heartfelt letter, which, oh, my goodness, I'm like, you know, I I was, I'm not that articulate or eloquent, but that's how I felt. The, the way that you put it on paper and at the end you read the letter and then she demands an apology yeah and you say no I said what for yes so what <laughs> what was that about was it did you not want to just say, okay, I'm sorry, so I can connect with you? Like, can you explain that, that how you were feeling at that time? 
she wanted a, an apology for her and her husband. And it was more for her husband. I'm sure, actually, I've learned after the fact that he was the one. He was like, nope, we're not having anything to do with them mm-hmm. until I get an apology. Mm-hmm. And so there was just there was just absolutely no apology. There was nothing to apologize for. If there was, I even tried. It was like, is there anything I can find to apologize for? But there just was nothing. And I was not going to lie. And I wasn't going to fabricate something just to make them happy. I couldn't do it. It's just, I couldn't, if I could have Lynn, I totally would have, but it, there was just nothing. And they didn't even know. I asked her, I said, for what? Tell me what? Cause if she could have told me for what, then maybe I could say, Oh, okay. So they took that wrong. So I'm totally fine with saying, you know, I'm so sorry that we said that, that, that was not intended to hurt you. Um, I'm sorry. I said it or whatever, mm-hmm. but she said, I don't know, mom, we just need an apology. (laughs) How can you apologize for nothing? And so that is the factor that the parents heard. And some of them reacted by saying, I know I just would have apologized. I just would have said, I'm sorry. And and, and, a lot of emotion in their responses. So can you respond to them? If they were speaking with you today? Yeah, I'm, you know what, you have to do what you can live with. Mm. And I say that to the parents that I talk to all the time, especially in these like estrangement boards, and you have a lot of people giving their opinions. And I just need I I just really recommend you go into your own self. Mm. And you say, what can I live with if I do this, how does this feel? Or if I do this, how does it feel? Mm -hmm. And you decide what you can live with. Because if we don't do what we can live with, then we get stuck in that codependent triangle and we end up being uh, the persecutor. We're mad that we had to do something that we didn't believe in. Mm. And then it ends up being a lot more problem than it would have been if you would have just been true to yourself and just done the right thing for you. So if one of those parents that said that to you, Lynn, if they could say sorry and they could live with that, Mm. then so be it. I am not going to judge that. I think that that is on them and that's, that's for them, for them. Absolutely. But they have, I couldn't do it. I couldn't lie. If they would have given me even a reason like she said, well, for that night. Well, what about that night? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Because all I did is say, can I have the baby for to spend the night or to, you know? I, and there was there was one thing that I said and I did apologize for. I don't think I put it in the book because I just remembered it actually. <laughs> <laughs> is that I did say something like, well, you're, of course, your mom's so perfect. I did say that, but that was it. It was like when I saw her running out of the house, I was so surprised because we don't have a home like that. We are not a drama home at all. 
my husband's so even killed it's very no drama and um when I saw that they were running out I was like where are you going what are you doing I was so shocked that they were leaving so abruptly and and yeah and without, yeah without as far as you're seeing without cause right yeah <laughs> So, you know, so I, yeah, I love the answer, and I love that I, I use that question sometimes with my clients when they feel stuck. I'm like, well, what can you live with? And mm-hmm. I think that really is a is a critical question. And so you really approach that situation from, you know, where you're based upon your relationship with self and God. It sounds like yes, yeah. I, I love that response that you gave. Once upon a time, from storybook to estrangement, are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling, therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Our conversation continues in the next episode. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement.